Hello and welcome to episode 24 of 3 on 1 Radio. Tonight we're going to talk about the opening day of the World Cup in Brazil. We're going to talk about uh, the Stanley Cup final and well, it's still kind of going. And uh, maybe we'll touch on anything else that we can think of in between and maybe some baseball. If it happens, it happens. Okay, so welcome to episode 24. Um, first things first, today is the first day of the FIFA World Cup taking place in Brazil, which if you didn't know that, well, welcome to 2014. Uh, I hope your rock was accommodating. <laughs> we uh, talked about it enough. Yeah. Being in Brazil. Very I think... much so. We've, uh, we, we've been pretty great. Apparently, England, Italy pitch is unsuitable. Air quotes. Huh. Well... I guess uh, it might be a problem for the Italian swimmers. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I mean soccer players. And I, I don't know if it'll affect how they, they dive. I'm sorry, how they overact injuries. I'm sorry, how they perform against a superior squad. I'm sorry, I mean their opponent. I'm not sorry at all. I'm really looking forward to this game on Saturday. I have my jersey on right now. He does, and he also his background of his phone is the England logo. Yeah, three lines, babe. Three lines. Yeah, Roar. Um. Okay, so before we get to that, Brazil opened with a four-goal performance against Croatia today. Mm -hmm. uh, they opened the scoring seven minutes in on their own net, one nothing Croatia, and then they came back to score three goals on the right net. So, I mean, that's good. They, uh, they What an all-around performance. They got to score on all the nets, and uh, mm -hmm. they looked good while doing it. Yep. Neymar was really good. I thought Oscar stood out really fantastically. Um, they were fun to watch, but Croatia wasn't... Uh, wasn't that hard to watch. Really? They were good. They they carried the play in pockets. Uh, obviously, at the half, possession was 60% Brazil. Right. And like all sports, possession is how you win games. Mm -hmm. It's just how it happens. You know, right. possession wins you games. Yeah. Um, there are ex exceptions, but in general, if you have the ball or puck, whatever. Exactly. More than the other, other team. That's what you want, you know? Right. Uh, so Brazil was good. Croatia was uh, fun to watch. The opening ceremonies were kind of, well, uh, did you guys see them? No. I did not. Well, uh, I watched it, but I didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they had a performance featuring Pitbull and Jennifer Lopez. Oh. Uh -huh. And Brazil is <clears throat> one of the world's biggest countries. They have a very high population. They've got to be able to find better people than Pitbull and J-Lo. Mm, really? As much, really. Yeah, what? Kind of almost, I wouldn't want to be, say a has-been, but definitely still not in the line. Uh, I definitely don't think they were has-beens because they never have. <laughs> well, J-Lo, maybe. J-Lo, I was thinking J-Lo. Don't Jeez. be fooled by the rocks that I got. This song's been stuck in my head for 20 years. <laughs> Seriously, first time I heard that song, it's been playing Never. in my head since. Yeah. Stupid Jenny from the block. Mrs. I've insured my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Insure my ass. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like when she went to go and do that, the doctor went, insure my ass. <laughs> and then she said, no, I want to. Anyway. Sorry, just, <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. <laughs> um, looking at the 
uh, groups right now. Yeah, do you want to do just a quick rundown of who's in each group, A through, I think it's E, so everyone has a quick yep. reminder? Because I think while we're going through the tournament, people are going to keep forgetting until the round robin stage is over. Exactly. So why don't you fire through that right now? Okay, so A, Brazil, Mexico, Cameroon, and Croatia. On B, we have Spain, the Netherlands, Chile, Australia. On C, we have Colombia, Greece, uh, whatchamacallit, I Ivory Coast. Slower. You said blow through it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ivory Coast and Japan. Um, and then we have in D, Uruguay, Costa Rica, sorry, England and Italy. And then we have in E, Swiss, Ecuador, France, Honduras. F is Argentina. Newcomers, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Iran and Nigeria. And then G is Germany, Portugal, Ghana and the United States. And then finally in H, Belgium, Algeria, Russia and Korea. Okay, so do we want to try and pick a uh, first place team out of all of those groups? All Why right. can't Canada get a soccer team together? <sighs> actually, this How is a story. People? This is a story that I would actually really like to listen to because well, we have reasons. A lot of people but like how many players do you need to make a team? Uh 20 uh, 33 I think is your is your kind of number. Like you have a starting 11. But you yeah. need like a you reserve, and you need like an injury list. Um, the The problem is development in Canada. You know, more kids play soccer than football, hockey, tennis mm -hmm. combined. You know, mm -hmm. and it, it's just the development level isn't there. Right. And maybe it starts with university athletics, and and bringing it up to that point. And because a lot of Canadians go to the U.S. to play college sports. Right. Right. right? Like, look at how many NBA draft picks there have been in the last couple of years yeah. who are Canadian, really high-talented guys going in the first round of the draft, as an example. And they leave Canada to go, say, Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. uh, Wiggins in Kansas. I don't know if it's Kansas. You know, you know what I mean? Right, See yeah. what I'm pecking at here? Yep. she. And so that, I think, would go a long way. I mean... Uh, there's the potential, I think, with every country, though. Oh, yeah, well, it's the it's the world sport. Like, everyone in the world pretty much plays this sport, so... Yeah, it, if, if aliens were to invade Earth, and they said, what's the one sport you would have represent you? It would be soccer. Is this going to be like a Space Jam kind of fiasco? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Second yeah. Space Jam reference of the year. Yeah. Nice. nice. I feel like we might have more. Yeah. yeah. There's know. lots of room in these sleeves. Um, okay, so group A, I group. think, is going to definitely go to Brazil. Okay, uh, two votes for Brazil, I Steph? I agree, I agree. All right, so three votes for Brazil is going to be the number one team in that, in that, uh, okay, hold, hold on, do we want to do a number two in that group as well? A number two probably, I think, would be... Mexico. Either Mexico or Cameroon. I hear good things about the Cameroon team. I'm going to say Croatia, because I was impressed with how they were able to deal with the pressures of of today right just my opinion maybe steph okay. going with mexico I said mexico all right um so spain netherlands chile and australia in group b i'm going with uh, hmm, uh, uh spain spain's hands down i'm sorry That's what i was gonna say apparently b though i've heard a couple of rumors i can't remember if it was b or one of the others but apparently this is one of the more hotly contested yeah sections because Chile's good, Australia's good, Netherlands good, and Spain is, you know, rocking a Euro Cup. So And you know what? Uh the last two competitors for the World Cup were Spain and the Netherlands. Yeah. In South Africa. Their rematch is tomorrow, Friday. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so that's going to be a great game to watch. I want to watch out for Australia because at the World Cup in 06, I was in Germany at the time and the World Cup was in Germany and Australia was probably the best team in the tournament. Mm -hmm. They should have won it, but there was a very, very controversial uh, dive in the box by an Italian. All right. And uh, Australia lost it in kicks mm -hmm. on that one. And they were superb the whole tournament. And so watch out for them. Uh, Group C, Colombia, Greece, Côte d'Ivoire, Côte d'Ivoire, and Japan. I'm going with Greece on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Colombia. Colombia to me is a close second. Steph? <laughs> I want to say Japan. Okay, Steph's going with Japan. <laughs> no, no one for poor Ivory Coast. All right. Uh, group D, group da-da-da-da. Well, I, I want to go with England on this one. You're a smart man. Well... It, well, looking at it, Costa Rica, yeah, maybe. No. Paraguay, yeah, okay. Italy, oh, yeah, fighting chance. England, yeah, yes. Well, see, here's how I see it. Uruguay has Luis Suarez, mm -hmm. and he's not 100% fit right now. Right. So there's a knock against him. Costa Rica, no question. Yeah. Italy, getting older, even though they won in 06. Mm -hmm. That was, what, eight years ago now? Yep. It's a while away. And uh, you know what? England's young fast if uh manager roy hodgson can get some of the liverpool magic out of Sturridge, sterling and gerrard mm -hmm. supplement that with rooney and a solid defense watch out right steph england i guess i don't really know so yeah. i'm just kind of guessing here okay <laughs> choose which flag is the prettiest yeah <laughs> mm, yes quite um e group e ecuador um going with france france mm. yeah I don't know. They didn't do too well in Euro Cup. France nearly won it not that long ago. Mm -hmm. Just a gut feeling there. Okay. Okay. And group... I literally don't know. So Steph's going gonna, with uh, gonna... the old college try. Uh, I think Group F is the most obvious choice. Ar Myself. Argentina. Argentina is probably one of the Argentina. top two favorites to win the whole tournament with Lionel Messi. Okay. Um, yeah, and then see with his jersey everywhere. Yeah, in Iran, Nigeria, and Bosnia Herzegovina. Actually, this, as I said before, this is Bosnia's uh, first World Cup. Yeah. yeah so uh, good for hope, them. Hope they hope they do at least decently. I mean, yeah, it's going. It's probably going to be Argentina. Let's be honest. But I hope that Bosnia becomes a yeah. close second. If I was going to cheer for a uh, a different team in the World Cup, England will always be my World Cup soccer team. Even if Canada made it, I wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. uh, my whole family's English. Well, not all of them, but... Uh, anyway, uh, avoiding a, a uh, diversion there, um, Argentina would be my number two. Okay. Um, I've always wanted to go there. I think they, uh, they're a sharp team. And let's go to Group G. Group Ooh. G. And I think I know what Steph is going to say. So I'd like to hear what she's going to say first. I'm going to say Germany. I'm going to say Germany too, Trevor. I'm actually going with Germany as well. Wow. Ghana, no. Ghana as second. Really? You're discounting Portugal there. I was going to Portugal, say Portugal. I, 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 don't, I don't feel too great about Portugal. I don't know. Really? I don't know why. Really? Really? I just, I just think, I just remember from other post tournaments that Ghana was actually did do fairly decently in there. Okay. Region, so. Uh, I mean this in the nicest way, but I don't know as if a lot of people would agree with that. But mm -hmm. you know what? That's 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 fair. I mean, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is has he has a suspect injury right now, and he kind of had a flare up in practice. So mm -hmm. 
We'll see what happens in Group H. H. Uh, Belgium, Algeria, Russia, and the Korean Republic. Um, Do any of those countries have Crimea? <laughs> then Russia last. Um, I think it's a toss-up between Russia and Belgium. Korea, Korea doesn't seem to have that much of a team. What about Algeria? Algeria is. Just... I was going to ask about Algeria. You know what? I don't know squat about the Algerian team. I know there are a lot of uh, Premier League players with Belgium, hmm. and uh, and Russia's got um a good track record going into the tournament with their qualifiers. So I'm going with Belgium as my pick, though. Okay. Well, based on what you said, I think Belgium would be a good choice. Yeah. Steph's going with the consensus on this? I guess, yeah. Okay. Um, any games you guys are looking forward to in the coming weeks? Um, I'm actually kind of going to try to absorb it all. Cause good. Because I, I, this is the first World Cup where I'm actually paying attention. Okay. I, I've heard, like, most of the stuff that I heard probably base the teams on are just kind of little tidbits that I've heard over yeah, yeah. the years of me watching the news, but nothing I've actually, you know, full on been like, man, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, that's, I get it. Um, the World Cup for my family and I is just a religion. Okay. Um, it, it really is. Um, I Yeah, I'm going to miss the England-Uruguay game, which is next Thursday, mm-hmm. because I'm at like a, like a conferency retreat thing. Mm. on the river and well that sucks mm. but maybe they'll have tvs maybe maybe i have your new phone yeah, well see i'm debating bringing it i have a new phone but you don't want is it worth like where, yeah. maybe yeah I mean, someone works. will have a phone there mm. you know what i mean yeah so yeah uh i'm so excited for england italy because well yeah you know why I lost a bet over the uh, the Euro decision, England versus Italy. Italy won. I lost some beer. So. Oh man, do we remember? We we I still remember that Canada Day. It, the, whenever the Euro Cup final was, Canada Day was so great. And of course, everyone's rooting for Spain because Italy was a bunch of dicks. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of dicks. Just a bunch of dicks. But yeah, that was yeah a good time. I remember. That. Hey, weren't. Yeah, we had a drinking game about it. Wait, you were at my house. Yeah. Steph, were you there too? I was not there. I don't think so. That was a blurry day. That was well, between Canada Day and Euro Cup final, we that was had a like a lot to drink. That was two occasions to drink all day in yeah. one day. It it's was dangerous. So we drank twice as much. Yeah. I remember it was hot? Yes. I remember like we're all sitting there like, you know, wearing as little clothing as possible with while being decent at the same time. Yeah. And we're just like, more than a loincloth, less than a suit. Yeah, and and just, ugh. but it was so good to see them. I think that was like a four nothing game. You know what? I don't recall. Take your word for it. It was such. It was just so good. So good. Um. Okay. So next, why don't we talk about the Stanley Cup final, mm-hmm. which is to the disbelief of uh, this speaker right here, mm-hmm. still happening. The Rangers won Game Four in New York, two one in regulation. Yep. And uh, well, we got a, We don't have a series. It's probably over tomorrow. It's probably over tomorrow. Um, what we were we were discussing this, and we pretty much said, "Hey, let's wait until the series is over so that we can do this podcast and say, yay! The Rangers. cup has been distributed. Cup, yes. <laughs> and then we all like, oh, hockey's over, but yay, the cup, but all oh, the hockey. And now it's still going. Yep. Um, the Kings really carried the play in the third period of Game Four, mm-hmm. 
and Henrik Lundqvist just shut the door. Yeah, yeah. 40 saves. 40 saves. Oh, I didn't even see the stats. What? 40 saves. I think Quick had it was, uh, 19 shots. That's it, I that, think. Yeah. Pretty sure wow. that's, that's what it was. That's Radonk Radonk. And uh, Rick Nash has been invisible. Mm-hmm. For actually most of the playoffs, I haven't yeah. even heard his name again. Didn't we? Didn't you talk? We talked about it like a couple episodes ago, and I was like, I haven't even heard his name come up. You know what? At I, all. I saw him once in Game Four. Huh? He laid a huge hit off to the boards on the on the right of the broadcast, mm-hmm. and that was it. I don't know if he had any shots, but that was it. But the Rangers did a really good job of controlling Drew Doughty. Yep. Who. Uh, could win the game for the Kings mm-hmm. in any game they play. And uh, Jeff Carter was really good. Mike Richards was really good. But uh, Henrik Lundqvist shut it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan McDonough was also very good. So uh, it's going to game five, but LA is going to have home ice. Yeah. They've carried the play in most of the series. I mean, despite the fact that games one and two were very closely contested games. Yeah. You know, game three was the only game where the Kings exercised a lead on the score sheet. Yeah. So, I mean, there have been overtime decisions. It's been close. Lundqvist has been good. Quick's been sensational. And I don't know if this series deserves to be 3-1 by by some of the bounces. But at the same time, everyone's going, hey, well, the Kings are a way better team, so they should be up 3-0 or 3-1. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they are a better team. Let's be serious. They're the better team, but circumstantially, maybe the Rangers deserve a better stick here. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Not not this way, but damn close. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you guys think it's going in five? Kings on home ice? Mm-hmm. Once the Kings. I think so. Kings haven't. Kings won their last cup on home ice. Yeah. Right. I think for the Rangers, they might be like, like people might be saying like it's co- more confidence for them, but I think it's just more optimism. Yeah. I don't think the team, I don't know. I just. Yeah. Just on like any like things in interviews that I like I've seen and stuff. I'm just kind of like, eh, like they seem optimistic about winning, but mm. I don't know if they had the confidence is there. Yeah. I see. I just, once you get back into LA where LA's already won games one and two, yeah. um, if the Rangers can get it back to MSG, maybe if they get it 3-2, I think we have a series. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think at this point in time the Rangers have any momentum. I don't Me think either. they have anything to lean on because the Kings are just going to be hungrier. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and quite honestly, like I don't think an LA would let three games slide like that. And, no, but the funny thing is San Jose did, mm-hmm. and L.A. was the team that did it to them. Right. So L.A. is, of course, all primed to make sure this doesn't happen. Yeah. But they laid it on the line mm-hmm. in game four. Yeah. And how sweet would it have been for L.A. to win the cup in New York? <laughs> A bunch of millionaires with one of the world's oldest trophies in one of the world's most rockin' cities. Yeah. yeah. That would have been pretty cool, I guess. And- World capital. There are some there are some rumors that a few of the LA Kings are they like the powdered donuts, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what oh, I mean. Okay. <laughs> they like to party. 
Right. If you haven't got the reference now, I'm not going to spell it out for you. It starts with a C and ends in a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or from what I've heard. I've never Pretty. tried it myself. Anyway, and so that I kind of thought was interesting. I didn't yeah. know. But apparently the the Oilers in the 80s were all about that too. Mm-hmm. The 80s. The 80s. Well, that was the... Uh, then again. High day. Yeah, the high day. High, high day <laughs> in more ways than one. And uh, speaking of being under the influence, the Toronto Maple Leafs are up to their stupid tactics again. I've been reading this crap. Okay, I'm just going to sit out the conversation that you guys... Oh, yeah. <sighs> All right, so... You've got... Do it in five minutes. Go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if I don't finish this within five minutes, it's the cur- I will hang myself with the microphone We're stand. We're currently... This is going to be different be- for you guys at home because I'm an editing genius. But currently, it is 29:45. If it gets to 35 and you're talking it, I'm cutting you off. Okay, so let's make this short and sweet Go because, ahead. well, they don't deserve it. Uh, they've listed a group of four players who are untouchable, and by other means, every other player on the roster is available to be traded. Shopped, bought out, or removed from the team. Hmm. The four untouchable players are Jonathan Bernier. Makes sense. Franchise goalie. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Morgan Riley. Stud young defenseman. Fifth overall pick two years ago. Looking like he's going to be very good on the right development path. Protect your young assets. Once more. Good. Phil Kessel. Mm. Yeah. You know what? The Thriller. Scores goals like crazy. Franchise forward. Absolutely no brainer. Big contract would be... You'd move that contract. Phil Kessel's worth every penny. And then, not James Van Riemsdyk. No. No, no. Not Dion Phaneuf, who plays more defensive minutes than any other friggin' player in the Eastern Conference. Uh, No. But Tyler Bozak. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and while he's a individual who is often scrutinized, and I think unfairly so, that is quite stupid to me. Just because of the semantics around it. But but once more, let's look at, hey, the Leafs are open to trading like everyone. But... Ha- they're just not smart enough to do this right, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, the David Clarkson contract, the dollar amount per year is only going to go up mm-hmm. until it reaches $7 million. That's not an exaggeration. And they're talking about maybe Paul Stasny or Dan Boyle or another list of players who won't do a damn thing. So, yeah, my patience is running thin. I really want to see them win, but I'm no longer confident that in my lifetime they will win a Stanley Cup. In your lifetime. Because I've just I've read too many things about how awful the current state of the organization is. There's been three consecutive collapses, all of which were just ludicrously crushing as a fan. And and life's too short to hope that much. So you're saying that the Toronto Maple Leafs will not see another Stanley Cup for for a hundred years after they won their last one. They were going to be in the year twenty. Was it sixty seven? Yeah, yeah. They're going to beat 20... the Chicago Cubs. 
The Chicago <laughs> Cubs will win a major championship before the Toronto Maple Leafs. Because it's the same. Sh- it's been the same shit since 1967. Wow. Constantly with no improvement. With the exception of, I think, two years. One in 93, where they didn't even make it to the cup final. And one in, like, 2003, where... or was, uh, No, it was 06. It was 06, where they lost to the Hurricanes in the Eastern final. Hmm. So, frig off, Bo Bandy. I really want to see them win. I just, I no longer think I'll ever see it happen. Mm-hmm. I don't, I do not think that'll happen. Oh, and also, um, on another related note, Jason Spezza has requested a trade. Yes, yes. I heard that. that I exciting. I actually, think about this. I was Detroit, at the bar. Detroit, I Detroit. I was at the bar, yeah. That'd be... I was at the bar, I was watching the game, and then all of a sudden the words, Jason Spezza getting a contract. And f- to this point, no one in the bar had ever sur- heard me say anything except... The usual, please. And all of a sudden, this quiet guy goes, What? <laughs> At the top of my lungs, I'm like, Really? You're getting traded. You want to get traded? Hey, you requested a trade. You requested a trade. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he's also been in the league for 11 years. Really? That's a while. I thought it was a long time. less than that. I thought it was like six. That's a ways. I don't think uh, the Sanders have much of a leg to stand on anymore. They got like Anderson. Yeah. <sighs> That's and okay, here's what gets me is uh, some individuals I've talked to think that they're going to get an arm and a leg for Spezza. Right. He's been in the league for 11 years. He's not a first-line centerman. He's very injury-prone. He has a bad back. And he doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. Right. Not a lot. You know, he he does have a fair amount, and he was the captain for a year. Mm-hmm. But he's requested a trade, so... The fact that he has requested a trade already diminishes his value. Oh, yeah, I see why. Right? Because teams know that he's asked to be moved. So teams are like, well, you have to move him anyway. So, I mean, if you have to, we're not going to give you as much. Right? That diminishes his value. Plus, he has a list of 10 teams that he cannot be traded to in his contract. Oh, okay. And so some people are saying that they're going to get, like, a first-rounder, a prospect, and a player. Mm -hmm. No. You're going to get a first rounder and a prospect or like a player and a, a pick. You're, they're not going to get a lot for Jason Spezza. Oh, he's, he's near the it's, end. It's... Well, he's not. I wouldn't say he's near the end of his career, but he's certainly not going to get. Like some people said they want a return similar to what Anaheim got for Bobby Ryan. Mm-hmm. And that's not happening. Yeah. Nowhere near. And, and so I just, I, I'm sorry. Hockey fans in in Ottawa of the Senators of Jason Spezza don't expect much from this trade mm-hmm. because it's just I don't think there's the fact that he's requested a trade diminishes it again with his injury history. Maybe the Sens will get a, a good deal out of it. I think Carlson's the next captain. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Not like not Phillips. Mm-hmm. Apparently they uh they wanted to make Carlson captain when Alfie left, but they they didn't think it was the exact right move at the time, and the dressing room was kind of saying give it to Spezza. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? Let's give Spezza credit. He takes a lot of crap from the media in Ottawa. He does. It's a big hockey market, and if anything goes wrong, and he even kind of said he feels like he gets blamed for everything in a loss, even if he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. You know what? So I, if I was him, I would have asked for a trade too, but that's just me. 
Um, so yeah, there's that. And uh, that's the two Ontario teams. The two Ontario teams could have different captains next year or no captains. Because mm-hmm. if Dion Phaneuf is on his way out, and the Leafs are rumored to be after the first overall pick. They're rumored to be after the friggin' first overall pick every single year <laughs> since I've been alive. <laughs> oh, Leafs are interested in trading up for the first overall pick. Haven't had the first overall pick since Wendell Clark and blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, it's not going to happen. And I mean, maybe, okay, the proposed deal that has been seriously float around was Phaneuf, Nazem Kadri, and a first overall, and sorry, the Toronto Maple Leafs eighth overall pick to Florida for the first overall pick. That's, wow. That's uh, an arm and a leg, man. Yeah, no. That's, wow. You gotta adjust that deal there. I just think that's a bad idea. That's that's shooting your, whatever left of your organization in the foot. Now, if, if you wanted to do, like, Phaneuf in the first, for the first overall, Yes. Cautiously, yes, I guess. And you know what? At, at this point in time, I would just do that to to get it over with. I think there's too much stale air. Yeah. You know? But not enough cadre and the eighth overall like, pick. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like It looks des- so desperate, too. It, it does, and Kadri's uh, barely played a full season in the NHL. And he's still got potential in him anyway, so. He's so, he's- Yeah. I love Kadri. They trade him, and he'll become the next Doug Gilmore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right away. Don't doesn't your team have a history of trading yes. away yes. fantastical people? Yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe yes. maybe being yes. traded away from Toronto would be the best thing for Kadri then. Yes. Probably. <laughs> yes. If you took literally any player in the Toronto organization and put them on any other team, they would instantly be better. Instantly. Well, Kadri, I hope there's a place for you in Montreal. Uh, <laughs> that's my sideshow, Bob. Uh, and okay, last but certainly not least, the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, getting a little quivery. They're getting them. a little weird. Getting a little weird because they won nine in a row. Everyone was just really excited. Well, they exciting. lost two games in a row, and everyone was like, "Well, two games." They won six games in a row, and everyone was like, "Yeah." And there were like 14 games above 500. And then now they've lost uh, six games in a row. Mm-hmm. And the offense hasn't really been there. No, it's not six games in a row. Four. The, Has it been four? No, I think it's... A, mm. Well, I know that three of their four... Uh, okay, so they've lost a couple games in a row, and the offense hasn't been there as it was in their two winning streaks. A bunch of games were shutouts, too. So yeah, they've, like, uh... they've been shut out. But you know what? It's still a long season... And you know what? They're still like 11 games over 500. Mm-hmm. And they're still leading the AL East. They're still in good shape. A good lead of the AL East. I yeah. So you know what? It's not panic yet. No. Stat-wise, uh, currently they're playing the Orioles, so my grandmother's team. Uh, they're losing. Baltimore. They're losing 4-2. Oh, they're playing right now. Right yep. It's bottom of, bottom of the eighth. Uh, 4-2 for the Orioles. Uh, Orioles are at 33 and 31, but the Jays are at 39 and 28. So even if they lose, they're 11 game, games over. Yeah, there yeah. would be 10 so games. Just 10 games over 500. That's pretty damn fucking good. Yeah, well, considering the last couple of years, you know, um, nothing to be concerned about yet. The pitching hasn't been as good as it was on the hot streaks, mm-hmm. and the offense hasn't been as hot. But that's hot and cold streaks, right? Yep. And they're still a young team, and they're kind of new to each other still. I mean, last year was their first year together as a new 
collective. So and that was disastrous. But then I full on believe them when they said that. Oh, we just need a little time to get used to each other. Well, they had that time, and now look, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. So and this is the building blocks for something magical, I believe. You know what? It's it's the building blocks for something competent. Yeah. At least. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe in a couple of weeks we'll be like, oh, remember when we won six games in a row? Why can't we win two? Or maybe we'll be like, yeah, remember that Diney losing streak and now we're back on, you know? So yeah. there are ups and downs of every mm-hmm. sport platform, yeah. every single one. Uh, no matter what the sample size is, there are ups and downs. Yeah. And so, well, unless you're the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. That was a good reference. Swish. Yeah. Swish. Yeah, kicking touchdowns. Scoring field goals. I'm excited for NFL to start again. Yeah, yeah. fantasy football Actually. is coming up. Oh, I got an email from uh, the fantasy football yeah. people. I'm just like, oh, and it's time to renew the league. We did renew it. I feel like we it. were just in Don Cherry's watching that game. Yeah. So now it's no, no, Steph, no. do you want to maybe join in on our fantasy football oh league this God. year? Ooh, I, might, yeah. I might try this year. We'll see. Okay. We were talking about who would go uh, first overall. A friend of mine said he'd be taking uh, LaShawn McCoy. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles running back. Pretty solid pick. Um, who? When are we doing? Do you know when we're doing the actual draft? Draft? I couldn't tell you. Because last time we it, missed it. We're a ways out yet. Yeah. Because last time, because really. last time I missed it, and I. You still did pretty damn well. I still got for Breeze. an auto draft. I still got Breeze, and I think I still got Graham. So I was pretty damn mm-hmm. happy about that. You did. I hooked you up with Sproles. Yeah. And uh, you hooked me up with Peyton Manning. So thank you. <laughs> that, that did you very well, actually. It, it did. Um. It I I was the regular season champ. Yeah, you won. Yeah, I awesome. won the I won the regular season. The, the playoffs was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> I was the San Jose Sharks of <laughs> friggin' fantasy football. Uh, I got I think except I, I didn't even get out to a three nothing lead. I think I was either uh, last place or second last place. I think you were second last. Yeah, you had a you had I know you had one or two good weeks. Yeah, there was some. Oh, whenever I dominated, I dominated. But then I. I also fell just as hard. So, any anything else you wanted to talk about? Basketball's winding up, down. <laughs> Steph has a very soft sweater. I'm kind of one finger poking it to see how soft it is. Is it like? Business. Is it like one of those uh, toilet paper commercial soft? It's made out of toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> I figured. Yes. Actually, it's thin enough to be made out of toilet paper. Anyway, I um, kind of guess. Next time, yeah. maybe we'll be talking about. LA winning the cup. Yep. Yeah. Actually, if we don't talk about LA winning the cup next time, and if for whatever reason it's game seven when we're recording it next, I'm going to be just like, ugh. <laughs> uh, okay, World Cup final predictions. Final two teams. Go. Uh, Stephanie. How does that even work? I like, just picked two. Oh, you know what? I don't know how the crossovers you guys, would work. You guys do that. I'm going to uh, say England and Argentina are going to be two very, very good teams, and maybe they'll play each other in the final if that's logistically possible. I don't know exactly, but if, those are my two teams. Go. If it's logistically possible, Argentina, Brazil. England coming mm-hmm. very, like, being high up, but okay. Argentina, Brazil. I think Brazil is the Brazil. cup favorite. Um, not entirely sure. Okay, Steph? Um, Spain. 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 Si. Si, señor. Oh, I already forget all the other teams. Um, I'm Spain, Germany? Gonna... Yeah, because Germany. What up? Okay. Actually, you know what? I'm going to be rooting hardcore for Bosnia. Okay. Because 
I want to see them do well, the newcomers, the newbies, underdogs. Okay. So I, I'm hoping they go well. Sweet. That'd be kind of cool. Um, why don't we get off this roller coaster? All right. Yes. All right. I've fun, I've fun been time. I've been Ronson Brown. <laughs> on uh, on Twitter, you'll find me at Ronson thirteen thirteen. I hate doing this every time. I, I know. <laughs> Basically, because I just don't like spelling out my last name. <laughs> That's fair. But the the gal who hates spelling her last yes. name is Stephanie Machikian. Click and the link. Click the link. <laughs> click the link. Just click the link. Click. Uh, Trevor Smith Miller across from us in the studio. Yeah, at T Smith Miller. You can also find uh, Super Quiz Productions LinkedIn, and also I just put out a new blogger knot, so you can also find the blogger knot on there as well. We're on iTunes. We're iTunes. on SoundCloud. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your feedback. Uh, please keep coming out, and uh, we love you. Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty, my friends. Dorn. That was really good. Dorn. <laughs> It's gonna say you sounded just like him. This is my Dorn voice. This is the Dorn. You killed my sister. You raped her. Don't squish my face. Why are you squishing my face? <laughs> Not my eyes. I need them for looking at Dorn. <laughs> I am now dead. Send me back to Dorn. <laughs> hey, is that Daryl Sutter? I didn't know he was in Dorn. Yeah, you know I'm not. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to Dorn. Why are you not going to Dorn? I'm not quite Antonio Banderas, but I'm infinitely likable. George R. R. Martin is going to serial kill me. <laughs> I'm going to look like a watermelon by the end of this day. I have a splitting headache. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. Yep. Tonight. Mind hooking that back? The one on top? Yeah, there we go. Oh. The uh, fuses are loose, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is my German accent, yeah. Welcome intro. to episode 24 of the podcast. <laughs> if you do not have your Nazis, please stop asking. Thank you. My name has been Hans. <laughs> Hans Hans Ozel. I play football. I am going to go to the World Cup. You're slipping into Russian. I know. <laughs> Everyone slips into Russian. All right. <laughs> Everyone slips into Russian. Three on One is a product of Super Quiz Productions and is voiced by... Ronson Brown. Stephanie Machikian. And Trevor Smith-Miller, who also does the editing. All rights reserved. Any sound clip that is used must be used with the express permission of any of the three of us. Three on One is recorded in CHU 89.1 FM in Ottawa, Canada. Ah, oh, yeah! <laughs>